For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Um, very well, thanks, Grace. Thank you so much for speaking to me today. I'm looking forward to our chat. Yeah, no, really exciting. Why don't you start by introducing yourself and what you do and a bit about your story? Sure. So I'm Jennifer Ona. I'm the founder and creative director um, of Luxury Tech Fashion House for Ona. Um, I've been working in fashion for almost 11 years now. And during the pandemic, I did a slight pivot with my business towards digital and tech um, and yeah at the moment we're building something really cool that we just can't wait to launch and share with the world. <laughs> Amazing so you have an experience in the conventional fashion industry and then moved into digital can you explain a bit more about that what did you do before and then what was your shift into digital? Yeah sure so um, if I take it really sort of far back when I was studying my fashion degree um, about 11, 12, yeah, over 12 years ago um, that I, I took a year out and I decided to start a business and I wanted to see if I could, if I could build a strong business creating bespoke pieces for women. That was an area that I was really passionate about. It was mainly to do with my background um, coming from a very strong Nigerian um sort of culture and heritage it's very normal to make bespoke pieces often <laughs> um and due to things like you know body shape and size it's always the most ideal as well and fit and things like that so um I did that for a year where I was very organically growing a customer base and um, it was doing really well I was shadowing a seamstress who had been in the industry for about 30 years so I was learning a lot of the technical side of making things and then um, once the year was up I decided I wanted to complete my degree and um, before then going into starting a business properly but that was sort of like testing the waters to see was there something here is there something I like and I just really wanted to pick up more technical skills based on understanding like the human body shape fit size um, and the female form. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing the perfect thing to understand fit. That's really impressive. So what were you studying before? Was it design or was it? Yeah, so I did fashion design, women's wear, um, and it, it just covered sort of all the, the usual things from concepts to um, design development to physical making, um, illustration, things like that, and sort of the theory um, behind fashion and critical studies and things like that. Um, but I was just really big on the making because I'm, I'm a huge creative, so... I love to use my hands. Um, I pick up sort of physical skills very quickly and crafts and things like that. So so that was my my area of focus. And on, on, yes. on graduating, I then, um, I worked for Jonathan Saunders for a short while. Um, and I kind of straight away just 
I had this itch to dive in and start my own. And yeah, and I, I was able to, to do just that. That's amazing. So how long were you doing that for then, your own business? Yeah, so when I took the year out, I literally did it for that one year. And then yeah. I, after graduating, I set up in 2012 officially, uh, registered in 2011. I was one of the first recipients in the UK to receive a startup loan from the UK government, um, of which um, there was an entrepreneur, James Kahn, he used to be on Dragon's Den or so. He was the chairman of the whole sort of scheme and he introduced me to the CEO and creative director of a, a very big uh, fashion house in the UK that were leading in the creation of couture and I was mentored by them for a while and I absolutely fell in love with what they were doing and I used it as an opportunity to start to grow my business and have sort of the right advisors around me and the right exposure um, into that very kind of private beautiful whimsical world if you like and um, the fashion where you know fit shape size the body are all are all such important things. Yeah, and is that the main reason you've always been into luxury because of that uh, quality? Yeah, I think. I mean, one, I'm a Libra, so luxury Libra. So I love, I love, love nice things. Um, two, I also think my background, like Nigerian culture, is is very rich, um, and very royal and regal. So, I think standards have always been very high for me from a young age, kind of watching my parents and family and things like that. And then lastly, just, yeah, I think when I discovered that world of couture, I just, it was, it was like a dream. Yeah, it was just, it was amazing. It just opened up my eyes to sort of like the highest level of craftsmanship. You know, when you love making things and like creating to be able to to see a way that it could be done that is almost like perfection is like the ultimate satisfaction, you know? I can completely imagine. It's a dream world. It's, it's yeah, so I assume you've only ever been in that section of fashion. Yeah, I have. Never. I mean, other areas close to it, which are, I mean, always luxury, yes. I, mean, I, did, a, I did a short while at Amelia Wickstead as well, and um, I was quite lucky to have relationships with uh, and opportunities to meet sort of the owners of different houses such as Catherine Walker and Bruce Oldfield and and uh, yeah many like others along the way and I think every time I walked into a new fashion house it just reignited sort of this love that I had for the whole that whole kind of couture world yeah that's so cool and that makes me even more intrigued as to how you've transitioned <laughs> this into the 3D space because obviously the luxury sector and couture and all that it is very grounded in physical items and physicality so yeah how tell me about your transition into the digital world yeah how did that you're absolutely correct um I think I have a completely different outlook on what couture is today um, for two reasons, really. One, I think I'm of a different generation. So, and like I said, because I started my own thing and it wasn't really that I was working within 
um, a fashion house for very long. It was more mentorship and, and an advisory that I had. I wasn't being taught necessarily that things had to be done this way. I was being shown how they are done, but it wasn't that this is the only way we do things. So because of that, I had the opportunity to actually experiment and try a lot of different things and question <clears throat> a lot of things as well, <clears throat> you know, within the control process. So I think that's the first thing. Secondly, I'd say I came from a place where that was not my world, but I, I was in love with it. And I think I sort of thought, how can I, one, access, but two, give access to others to still experience couture, but maybe in, a, in another shape, form or way, you know. So um, in 2016, I produced a collection that I wanted to showcase in Lagos, Nigeria. And I had met a pattern cutter who worked in 3D and it was an absolute game changer for my business. Um, the design development process was cheaper. It was more efficient. It was more concise and fluid. Um, we had to twirl less with like prototyping and we were able to really achieve um, a consistency within the fit of, of what we were creating. Yeah, and do you remember what software they were using? It's really funny because at the time, because she was so early, she was very secretive about sort of how she produced her work. Um, I was going to say what, I'm sorry to mention it, but what year was it? Yes, this when? was 2016. Yeah, very early. Yeah, very but early. me being my inquisitive self, um, asked loads of questions all the time, as I do, and... She was using some sort of software, which she couldn't really tell me what it was, but she did tell me that she was combining it with her husband's engineering programs as well. Oh, <laughs> so, that's a yeah, so I think she was kind of working between programs to be able to create what she needed, which is quite common. I mean, that still happens today. People work across different softwares um, with their kind of 3Ds and, and pattern making and what they're creating. So she was, yeah, super, super early. And yeah, that just opened my eyes to how different um, and more efficient and improved that sort of process. Yeah, so you are a true early adopter of <laughs> Did you have any kind of, um, like when you first saw this, did you have any negative beliefs on it? Did you think, oh no, we don't need this, it's not gonna work, or were you instantly sold on it? I was instantly sold. <laughs> I was looking for a pattern cutter. Um, and yeah. when I saw her profile and sort of the way she worked, I was super intrigued because it was new. And I was like, you know, I, I need to know more about this. And as soon as she told me her capabilities, I just, yeah, I was so keen that I, I needed to work with her. And it was just amazing seeing like your designs coming to life without actually making, <laughs> physically making them, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a real game changer. And being able to curate your collection um because you can see everything at the same time you know it was yeah really 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 advanced and and she was super innov innovative and um yeah I, I absolutely I absolutely loved that experience that's amazing so at this point you're obviously still producing physical garments mm -hmm. is that still the case now or have you transitioned to even more digital yes yeah, so now um 
we're building a, a, a platform that is actually promoting a new product offering really so we it's called Ferona ddod so that's digital design on demand and it's it's really about reimagining luxury e-commerce so we're trying to still allow people to to feel that they are just shopping online you know what they're used to because you sort of need to have that element of of what customers are already used to doing you know uh, and not, yeah. not be too sort of far away from that because it's hard for them to adopt it but on the platform you can go on there you create your digital twin um you pick a sort of a style if you like and you can try it on so there's various styles to just try on straight away digitally and virtually to see does this, does this actually fit and suit my body shape and what so how do you, sorry to interrupt, but how do you create the digital twin? Yeah, so we have um, an integration on our site, a software that uses really kind of um, deep tech, shall I say, to, what's the right way to explain it in the most simplest form? Okay, you're asked to fill out a form <laughs> and in that form it will ask you your height, your weight, um, potentially your age I think it asks um and just it's just a couple of questions and yeah with that and it asks what your standard dress size would be as well and it uses all that kind of information so artificial artificial intelligence things like that to create your digital twin but the fantastic part about this particular feature is that once that's been done which is in 2d actually to start with um there are these sliders so you are able to adjust you know the width of sort of or, or, or the, the opposite you can make more narrow your Amazing. shoulder measurements your waist your hip you can lengthen your leg length you can shorten your torso you can kind of enlarge or decrease your sides of your head your neck length so it's really about trying to create the closest version of yourself and then you're asked to upload a selfie of your face or you can choose an image from your camera roll that has your face very clearly and and yeah, there, there you have your digital twin. And anytime you click to try on a piece, um, it's automatic. The digital twin is already there. It's already been created and you can try on as many looks as you like. So that's just one of the features. That's amazing. Yeah. And once you've um, decided on the style that looks good, you can choose to customize it further. So that um, takes you to a different sort of product display where you choose the texture so the fabric which is the color and the fabrication and there's normally about two to three other variations of the style so for example you chose a bustier dress you know strapless but you are not comfortable with your arms out so there's a version that is a long sleeve version of that so you can have your arms covered or maybe you want a higher neck um, for sort of people that want more modest clothing so you can choose that version with a high neck so it's it's really about personalization um, for customers and an and improved customer experience. Yeah, I was going to say it sounds like you've really like honed in on that. Yeah, hyper personalization, which is of course so important in shopping, especially in luxury shopping. So, if a cons customer was wanting to buy one of these garments, is it just a purely digital? No, it's not. So the, so the next stage after you've finished customizing your garment is 
the opportunity to view the piece um, in AR, so using augmented reality. So you can invite it into your environment, wherever you are, take a closer look at it um, in 3D, of course, and, you know, view the front and the back, full, full 360 view. And once you're happy with it, because I guess with choosing textures, you want to be sure of what you've picked, right? So that kind of up-close inspection is, I think, is a, it's a really good one. And from there, you are then asked to um, submit your measurements. So you're prompted for your measurements to be taken digitally and you're walked through this. And it's um, a process that uses remote body scanning via mobile phone. And you take two photos of yourself, one um, sort of front on and one on the side. And it takes about two minutes and all your measurements are generated straight away. But for customers that, of course, feel that they're not that far along in the sort of, you know, idea of being digitally native, shall we say, um, and they're still struggling to adjust to this way of doing things. We also offer um, video calls for sort of scheduled appointments and consultations, and we can also talk you through measuring yourself manually, and we do that together with you. And um, once measurements have been submitted, yeah, you can check out and you pay for your item and it arrives within four to six weeks. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's absolutely amazing. I've never heard of a brand that's combining these different technologies, but the way that you're doing it seems to make so much sense. It's like fully covering the whole process. Yeah, so I think that's that's the part that I think is a bit different um, in what we're doing because I think coming from a place of being on the side of creating bespoke couture pieces, for customers and then digitizing that that's really what it is it's digitizing that couture process these are just all the elements within it that sort of and, and like recognizing the pains and trying to create a more seamless um delightful pain-free <laughs> you know yeah. offering really so yeah so in in a sense what i'm hearing is that yeah, the process is the same, but you've just digitized yeah. to make it more efficient and to bring in new technologies. But of course, that means that there'll be less waste as well. Is is the sustainability aspect something you think about or is it? Oh, yeah, 100%. It's, it's a funny one because it's always been something floating around and I haven't been able to really grasp it for myself of how I can sort of... Um, implement it more in what I do but I think that I mean the first thing is that with with couture um and how a lot of the things I've done within it you know every piece is by order we're not just producing for the sake of it so so there's already that idea of producing a lot less you know um and I think with um Ferona DDOD I love it because there's all these products that will be available online but we're only going to make what you decide you want so we're only making by order if you like you know everything is digital and regarding sustainability we've actually teamed up with a company um, in the US called Viewercy and they're really big um, in in circular fashion and that what they do is they collect sort of old items from people you know bags of clothes and they give you a, um, a sort of voucher shall I say to spend on you know the websites or within the stores of different companies so for us our partnership with them gives customers a discount to order online with us and um they then distribute your items across the, the resale market you know various different 
platforms and avenues of um, allowing that to continue to kind of circle around and yeah and you know the full full circle life I should I say of clothing to kind of promote that but we definitely wanted to do something like that where we're saying look as well as buying from us sort of just really like one piece and being very specific on what you're buying we also want to encourage you to think about what you have that might just be sitting there or what you might what you have that might go to landfill you know and you think about the kind of wider wider scope of how we can we can have an impact as well yeah I love that because you could have really stopped at yeah like you said just having it that you obviously produce less waste and you're creating more pieces that will be treasured for a long time and higher quality but you've really gone the extra mile and I think again that's what seems to be so amazing about your brand so that's really really cool and but obviously when you're talking about this I I obviously understand the concept of 3D and believe in it and you do as well but a lot of consumers and people within the industry are still slow to adopt 3D technology. Have you come across any kind of hurdles or bottlenecks when trying to convince people in the value of 3D? Yeah, definitely. I actually had um, someone I was making a piece for um, a few weeks ago and it was quite funny because they were very sceptical about the remote body measurement, so the mobile body scanning. Um, and even with the 3Ds, I found that they were quite used to seeing sketches. And it was it was super, super intriguing because sketches are like 2D. <laughs> and yeah. the 3D is 3D. <laughs> it's a 360. Yeah, that's really interesting. So you can see it all. And guess what? You can see it on your body shape. So it just reminded me that we're super early. You know, we've got a long way to go, but it's definitely the way that things are going. That's, you know, it, that's you can't dispute that. And I just think some people will take longer than others to, you know, get that, yeah. that speed of it. And, and, also, and also the other thing to say is, you know, every brand, every sort of um, business has their customer as well. And I know that what we're doing is it's not, for everybody but it would be great if it could be for a lot of people like we designed these pieces with everybody in mind in terms of body shapes and sizes and yeah the hope is that of course you know people people are able to quite easily adapt to this way of doing things because it's it's just more sustainable so it's just better to buy less um and to buy sort of for longer and to buy better, you know. Yeah, that's so true. It's it's not like you're on some mission to try and convince people of the value in it. It's more you focus on who already is your customer and then, again, naturally and organically, more and more people will get on board. And I think it is encouraging that even though in the example you were saying someone wanted to see the 2D sketch, I think it's that shows it really is a mindset thing rather than anything else and the value in 3d and the way that your business works will show itself in the in the long term and then that's, yes that's I'm really kind of, it'll help you know, i agree all. i agree completely like time reveals all i mean even if we just look at say apple for example 
none of us knew what was coming. We didn't know that we would be living these lives where we've all got iPads and iPhones and our phones are like computers and we're doing absolutely everything, you know, on our phones, logging on however many times a day. Nobody could have told us that we needed that. And we, you know, it was really just through, you know, it being rolled out, us experiencing it. And then they just keep iterating and offering us more and more that we're, we're at the point where we are now, where if I want, I can log on my phone for my Zoom calls or my Google Meets, you know, I can use a sat-nav on my phone. I can respond to my emails, can listen to my music. That's just, uh, it's a completely yeah. different way of doing things. It's so true. It's so true. And in this way, what do you think the biggest benefit of 3D technology will be on the fashion industry as a whole? Or what would you like it to be? Um, I think the first thing I'd like it to be is going to come back to the idea of um, shape, fit, size, inclusivity, um, and access. And I say that because I've had loads of experiences where I've gone into shops and I absolutely love what I'm seeing, but when I put it on and I don't have a hard size to shop for, but my shape, however, is completely different. So I just believe that sort of all brands should be catering to all people, <laughs> if that makes sense. And that was, again, another huge driver. And I, I think 3D really helps with that in terms of, you know, creating pieces that are not, they're not being sold as um, standard sort of to be for standard catwalk size models or like sample size models and things like that. It's it's more about the product itself. It's just about the product and it allows for the customer to imagine themselves, you know, as the model and not be, not, not kind of be fed who these models that where these things are, this sort of kind of like very skinny, um obviously all shapes are beautiful but the reality is that there's so many other shapes out there in the world exactly. it comes back to this idea of personalization which is so important in all industries not only the fashion industry and i think exactly like you said 3d enables this personalization because it is so yeah it allows for that flexibility and i think that's going to be the main value in it so i totally I think so. yeah and i think to be honest, the pandemic really caused a, a major shift in sort of consumer expectation. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I mean, I say for some reason, but there was a few things, a few events that took place um, worldwide, really. And people just became a lot more sensitive to wanting things of more value, um, wanting to feel like they're included, um, like the brands are thinking about them. And um, for me, I took this one step further and I, I want to empower people to feel like they're creators, you know. And yeah. the way I see Ferona DDOD is, you know, we're working in collaboration with our customers to help them create the pieces that they like um, and their idea of what fashion means to them. We're not here to say, this is the next piece that's in and um, buy this now. We're here to say that, look, these are the, these are the tools to create the perfect piece for you so that you can express yourself and who you are through the clothes that you wear. Um, and that's really like a, a huge part of, of why we've chosen to do it the way, the way we have. And that's so amazing because I think it's literally proven in studies that if you have a part in the creation of something, 
you're literally more attached to it and they're more likely to preserve it and keep it for a long time. And that is exactly the way that the industry should go down if we do want to tackle the idea of sustainability, but then also just have consumers who are more satisfied and love the clothes they wear and feel empowered by wearing them. So I absolutely love that message and that purpose of your brand. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> well, so as a closing question, what advice would you give to people just yeah I mean you've kind of touched on it already but about adopting 3D and yeah the mindset they should adopt I'd say be really open to it I mean just as an example I have so many friends that love shopping online they order about 10 to 15 pieces and most of them get sent back to the shop um because they don't fit you know things like virtual try on it's it's amazing it should be embraced you know the creation of your digital twin could you ask for anything more? <laughs> you know, and then taking it a step further, the idea that you you can choose your customizations. You don't need to buy that piece and take it to the tailor down the road. You know, from the get, design what you like. You know, purchase with what you love in mind. Um, and I just say that the possibilities of three D are endless. Um, I personally am working in a area where everything we do is to enhance the customer experience. And like I said, to cause nothing but delight for our customers. But there's so many other things going on within, within the digital space that are also amazing. And I think people should just really open themselves up to to how much more convenient and pleasant fashion can be. Um, yeah, if you just give it give it a chance, really. Yeah, I love that. And I agree, the possibilities are definitely endless with 3D. And that's the main reason, I believe, as well, to adopt it. So... Where can listeners find you and check out your brand? Yeah, so I am on a few platforms. On Instagram, um, the brand is Verona World Official. Um, my personal Instagram is just my name, Jennifer Ona. That's the surname is O-N-A-H. I'm on LinkedIn under the same thing, Twitter and under the same thing as well. And um, our website, we have an old website that's still up at the moment just um, so that we have something there, but... The new one launches in the next couple of weeks and we're really excited to get our first users on board um, for beta testing and um, yeah, get get all the great feedback and first customers and things like that. Yeah. Well, it's so amazing and I really love your brand and the concept and I can't wait to see how it goes and evolves and improves the luxury experience for everyone. So it's it's really amazing. Thank you so much, Grace. It's been For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.